Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Lenasse. This band is an in-your-face sludge metal band from Belgium, and they have signed with Geosmet Records. And today we're going to discuss this and some amazing news. So be sure to check it out. And here is my interview with Lenasse. Hello, my friend. Ah, hello, hello. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Well, thank you for inviting us. <laughs> How was the recording process for They Pray? Well, uh, They Pray was a, a different kind of process um, because of the, the first two uh, EPs were uh, works of just me. Uh, it was it started out as a solo project, uh, recording uh, everything myself, the vocals, the bass, and uh, guitars, and programming the drums. And uh, for They Pray, um, last year, uh, the band became full live band. So there's a guitarist and bass player and drummer invi uh, invited now for playing the live shows. And so for this, uh, for the next uh, recording sessions, uh, I basically uh, wrote the, the rough songs and the ideas, and then bounced them to the to the guitar player so he could add his own uh, stamp, his own twitch to it. And, uh, and then he bounced it back to me. And so uh, now it's more of a co collaboration between, between the different uh, uh, musicians in the band, which is, which is interesting for me too. Yeah. And I also wanted to ask you about the uh, first track, Pray. I love the track because I think it really sets a tone for the journey you're about to go on. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I am glad you like it. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, the, the basic thing we, we, I and we try to do is uh, not we don't overthink our songs or the riffs or the things we do. Uh, we try to uh, to create them in the moment, and when we feel something is happening for us, we, we press the record button, and and we hope to capture that the kind of energy and drive um, that we felt at that moment. So that's up until now, that's the idea of how we start re recording a, a song or an idea. Yeah, and I hope it comes across to the listener. That would be great, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, nice. and I also wanted to ask you if you could speak on the title track as well. It's definitely a, a great song and it has a great emotion to it. Yeah, well, that's, um, there's, I think, uh, well, on that song, that's one of the more, uh, how should I say, um, uh, I think I, I, it's more more, the, more of an emotional song. I think uh, trying to write of some personal feelings and ideas and their snapshots of things that happened uh, in life. I, I guess, and um, well, it, it really is a great feeling if, if yeah, to to have those uh, intimate moments in there. And I hope everything can. Uh, I hope a lot of people can relate to some some of those lyrics and, and get some energy out of it. Yeah. Sure. So, and uh, you can feel the emotion throughout the song. And yeah. that's what really attracted me to the song. 
okay. the, the emotions that were coming from it. Ah, nice, nice. Well, well, I, it, it captures for me. There's the uh, there's some. It's a transition from harder, uh, harder times in life to uh, to the moments where you can uh, can get back back over certain different uh, certain difficult times, and I think it's it's that kind of journey that's that's in there. It's still for me. It's still still sinking in uh, what's happening in that song. So that's also really interesting for me. Like in the long run, how is it gonna? Uh, how am I gonna? Uh, absorb the song, so to say. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Would you say that was the hardest track for you to lay down? Uh, good question. Um, I, I don't think so. No, I don't think there's a there was like a one harder song or one more. Uh, the, like I said, when I've the moment when something is happening, I write it down. Uh, I have a, a like my booklet with all of sentences and, and bits of text in there. And um, music comes first, and then I grab my book and I I feel like certain uh, certain lyrics I wrote fit fit in there, and then they get their own life when when I try to record them on the, on the music. And um, so it's not really one specific uh, harder song to write. Uh, yeah, it, it, it all just fits in the moment. And when it works, uh, it's, it's recorded and, and that's that. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to ask if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Yeah, well, he's. Um, I think he's a really interesting uh, uh, artist. Uh, he's from uh, Indonesia, um, and uh, he also did the the artwork for the the first EP that was uh, recorded uh, during the the pandemic times. Um, and the artwork is something that that's something that does come uh, quite early in the process for me, um, because I it helps me to get in. Uh, in the vibe of the the music that's gonna come, and this is is very early on in the process, a part of it, um, and, and yeah, I think it's it helps me to to stay in a bit of I don't know if there's a concept, but it helps me to yeah, it gives me inspiration probably I guess sure yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm also very uh, happy with the the on the CD version that the the, uh, the back of the CD is a also a very interesting collaboration uh, of two different uh, artists, uh, Kaizen and Dystopian Destroy, um, all living in different countries, but they did a collaboration and it's a, a collage, like um, a real handmade collage by, by cutting pieces of paper and photocopies and, and then sticking them together in a big poster. And then he sent it over to his, his colleague, the other side of the world who, who digitally added his own uh, artwork in there so i'm really happy with with uh, the artists uh, uh, that, that uh, we worked with yeah i wanted to ask now that um this band is a, a unit um what can fans look for next will you do a tour um it's uh 
well actually this this night uh, i'm still recovering we did our uh, i think it was our fifth show only uh, up until now as a band our fifth live show uh, that was this night at two two o'clock at night <laughs> at two o'clock a.m uh, here in ghent uh, it was a really great show really great atmosphere um i think now we're uh, still feeling each other how it uh, how it works live but i think it works really well um geo from uh, the label uh, he's now backing us up uh for uh for doing some bookings so i'm really interested in what's gonna happen there but it's still early uh, to say if there's a tour or uh, or anything coming up if the opportunity arises then we'll uh, we'll definitely be happy uh, to go uh, on that journey but for now, uh, we're still waiting and seeing what's gonna what's gonna happen uh, with the with the release and uh, and the bookings. Then. And speaking about my friend Geo, mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, uh, what led to your partnership with Geo's Met Records? Um, I uh, came to notice his uh, his new project, uh, his new label, um, by other bands that. Uh, that joined uh, joined in on his label, and I saw the, the, that they were signing uh, uh, with him to do their next release. And it seemed like a, a really uh, interesting moment to, uh, yeah, we just had our uh, recordings uh, ready. The, the last session was, was finished. Uh, so I contacted him, and he was uh, immediately uh, drawn to the music. So, yeah, everything went, went really smooth. He's a... Really charming guy, uh, also a musician, and I'm uh, I'm happy that he's backing us up with the uh, with the release and uh, for promoting the album, and and now also uh, for uh, for managing some of our uh, our bookings. Yeah, I wanted to ask you if you could give me a, a insight on how you got the other members of the band. Um, how did it come about and what process did you go through? <clears throat> um, well, I think the, 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 the bass player, Quentin, he's a, a friend that I, uh, I know him for many, many years. I've been with him in a, in a previous, uh, a previous uh, band, but that wasn't a, I didn't have a very long lifespan. But when I, when I first released the, the first solo um, uh, releases uh, for Lanazé, he immediately, immediately told me, "If you're, if you're willing to make this a band, please call me. I'm, a, I'm in for it." So, uh, uh, Quinny uh, on bass, uh, that was, that was a no-brainer. And um, uh, the guitar player Tom, he, he contacted us because he heard an interview uh, last year, and he asked, "Do you happen to be in need of a guitar player?" Um, in first instance, I was thinking of doing the guitars and the vocals live myself, but uh, I'm really glad he's uh, he's on there with us on stage, so I can uh, focus on doing the vocals. And uh, I've got him by my side uh, <laughs> for uh, riffing tight. So mm -hmm. it's nice to having uh, him in there. And um, the drummer, uh, we found him by uh, an online uh, ad when we uh, were looking for a drummer. So. Uh, he came in there. Uh, they all have uh, some nice experience. They're experienced musicians, uh, very, very good musicians. So it's really nice to have them uh, backing me up on stage and uh, hearing uh, the music uh, that I wrote 
just behind the, the laptop and in the studio. Yeah, hearing it now, playing played being played live by uh, by the by these great musicians is, uh, is really a joy. I also wanted to ask you about your musical development. At what age did you begin, and how did you begin your musical journey? Well, I'm not gonna <laughs> gonna go in, in every details because it's a, been a long journey. I've been always uh, been into uh, the the heavier music. Uh, my parents. Uh, they were into uh, Black Sabbath and, but also Pink Floyd and The Doors. So I grew up with, with uh, rock and alternative music. Uh, I always wanted to play the guitar, but but actually I started pretty late in my twenties. Uh, before that, I started uh, started out with uh, DJing and uh, uh, I was into drum and bass and electronic music also. But I uh, only started in my uh, in my twenties playing guitar. Uh, and then I joined a, a band that I'm still in, uh, Left Eye Perspective, uh, a progressive sludge metal band. Uh, they asked me to, to join in uh, about 15 years ago uh, playing bass. So that's where I play, learned to play bass. I'm still playing bass in that band. It's really great. Also having a release com coming up later this year. Um, yeah, so, but it, it was main, mainly uh, learning to play the guitar in my my own bedroom, uh, trying uh, some riffs of uh, bands that I that I really like. Yeah, but then the, and when when laptops uh, came uh, available uh, and and recording um, and recording studios were really easy to to have in your bedroom, so to speak. Uh, I really quickly just started to write uh, by myself, uh, writing some riffs, programming, programming some drums on there and laying some bass uh, on there. I think for me, that's a really, a really interesting place to be mentally, uh, just playing music and playing the music, music you like and you feel by yourself. And, um, and just being able to layer that up uh, while recording on uh, on the computer is, uh, I think that's where I learned <laughs> learned most for myself. Yeah, I think uh, you know it's just amazing to me. I'm 57. Yeah, and and uh, it's amazing to me how far technology has advanced mm -hmm. and the recording process has changed. I remember, you know. Yeah, days of analog tape and recording yeah, yeah. in studio and nice. Yeah, yeah, things have, have really, really changed. There's so many options when when you when you're thinking of recording your music. Which direct which direction are you gonna go? Are you gonna go for a live recording with a full band in the studio, or are you just gonna record the tracks that you have and have them reamped or it's, it's digitally? It's there's so many options and it's. Uh, I think it's an, probably an interest, interesting time to be a, a musician. Uh, you have a lot of options and you can experiment a lot. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. It makes you really uh, admire guys like Roy Thomas Baker that worked with Queen, mm. working all them tracks in on yeah. tape had to have been an absolute nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I've been, <laughs> I had this, exactly the same thought uh, yesterday in the car. I was listening to uh, some, uh, I don't know exactly exactly which band it was, but it was really 
all uh, older music and I was thinking, wow, back in the days, mixing it like that, having all the instruments and the, there were some, some brass uh, instruments also in there and the mix was so amazing and everything had its place. So it's really an amazing job a lot of uh, producers and uh, studio technicians have done over the years uh, to get to make such great records back in the days. I also want to ask you, along your musical journey, what has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way? The best advice? Interesting question. Uh, I don't know. I think... Uh, I, th I think probably... I think probably at some point uh, having to let... To let go especially when it comes to to playing live i think uh, i think the best advice was um uh, that i got was being in the moment uh, and not being focused on too much on what you're doing and how you're doing it and and not being distracted if if, if a little thing is off but uh try to especially in the music uh, we played uh, don't try, uh, don't try to be too distracted about uh, how you do it. I don't know if I'm thinking sure. But uh, uh, yeah, just making sure that the, the energy and and what you're trying to bring comes over, and maybe a little less of how it is. And I think basically what I'm trying to say is if if something goes wrong or if there's some technical difficulties. Um, to try and uh, not take that with you in in the show or in the performance, I think that's one of the the best things or the things that I keep and try to keep in mind. And uh, the show must go on, and the music uh, must go on. Uh, the audience is there, so they they deserve a good show. And uh, yeah, sure. And those little nuances is what makes a live experience as well. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. because. Uh, if you come off sounding exactly like the album, then the fans can uh, sit at home and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know. I, I think so, um, I think I mentioned mentioned that a little earlier. For me, it's the for this project especially is the, the energy. I want to if we if we can bring that over on the, to the audience on the stage. That's the main thing, and uh, hopefully we can do it as uh, as good as we can. <laughs> that's the thing too. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, my friend, when you're not working on music, do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time? Um, well, I have uh, three uh, little children, so they they take a lot of uh, spare time. Oh, I bet. <laughs> they were uh, actually looking at the at the video camera uh, that I had from from last night from the gig, and uh, they were really looking at, amused at me uh, being on the stage and. Uh, <laughs> and yelling in the, in the microphone <laughs> so they, they really like to see their dad uh, on the stage which, which is nice to see but other than that um i really like to be in the uh, in the outdoors or go traveling uh that's i think that's the the other big thing in in my life we just came back uh, with the family from a, a three-month uh, trip we took some time off work and uh went traveling for three months to uh went to Western Australia, Indonesia, and Jordan wow. uh, together with the family. And that was a 
pretty intense experience uh, and I think that together with uh, with music is uh, are like the best things in our in our life yeah and uh what's the best way to get merchandise from the band um is it through uh geosmet records or how how will be the best way to attain merchandise yeah uh geo has is a has a nice uh, web shop that's being uh, filled at the moment so there is a a good amount of merch uh, available over there and uh, there's of course uh, Bandcamp, uh, which will be uh, updated uh, pretty soon. Yeah, so that's the the two main uh, places for now: uh, Bandcamp and Geo Geosmet's uh, shop. And of course, if you are able to come to see a live show, we always have some merch with us. And lastly, I wanted to ask you if you could give a message to your fans. What would that message be? Um, whew, there would be a lot if, if I wouldn't. I think the main thing is, uh, I think to speak up. Um, I think that would be uh, that's one of the uh, verses on on the on the on the album. Uh, speak up, speak up for yourself and or speak up for others around you. Um, speak up for yourself as something's happening in your life if you need someone if you uh, if you're in need uh, or speak up for others if they need help i think that would be yeah i think i'm gonna leave it with that that little uh, quote speak up and uh, then together we can uh, make the best of it well i wanted to thank you my friend for taking time to speak with me it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Is uh, I'm happy to do this. <laughs> and congratulations on this feature release. It's going to be a great one. I think great things are going to come your way, my friend. Yep. There's a uh, inspiration enough and energy enough. So I hope we can uh, we can go on for a <laughs> for another record. <laughs> well, I wish you a great day, my friend. Enjoy enjoy the day with your family. Yeah, I will and- do. <laughs> I look forward to speaking to you again real soon. Thanks. I will be happy to. Uh, thank you very much. You take care, my friend. Cheers. Bye bye. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.